Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, Emma. Hi. How are you? I'm doing really well. How about yourself? I'm doing well also. Great. So first, first thing first, before I, I don't want anything to interfere, I did. Uh, I did reach out to my um, this colleague that I knew, and uh, that he he used to do membership sites. He was about to do mine, and he's not doing it anymore. But I did okay. a little bit of research. I asked my husband, who's the computer person here, and um, uh-huh. and he um, he. Do you have WordPress? I'm sorry. You know what? My my doctor is calling me. Could I put you on hold for just a second? I'm so sorry. Sure, no problem. One second. I'm sorry. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> uh-huh. No problem. Yeah, I, I just needed a quick answer. And you know how sometimes they get very wordy. And I'm like, did you say yes or no? But anyway, sorry. Mm, <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so I, I was asking you if you had a, a WordPress site or is there a different site that you're uh, wanting to, to build this membership site on? Um... Oh my gosh. The short answer is it would be on a WordPress site. Right now the current membership site is on um on optimized press, but we would override that. Okay. Okay. Um, um yeah. yeah, yeah, and I that's I'm so glad. Let me tell you, I have had but the the important thing is the WordPress because it's almost like the foundation. You put optimized yeah. press on top. And what he recommended is there's one for WordPress that is called MemberPress. That is an, it's a plugin for WordPress. And what, uh, what he highly recommended was to go, have you you've heard of Upwork.com? Yes. 
So he has found, but we both have found great people to work with us with Upwork. And if you just put, mm-hmm. the, you know, exactly what you need, I know it's, it's not the yeah. short answer, but um, yeah, that's you know, okay. That's okay. That's what I figured. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm yeah. going to post this thing there. Um, but it works. I need to be yeah. developed. I understand the delivery of the content. Um, you need a, like another layer. Um, so we're looking mm-hmm. at Learn Dash and WooCommerce. So I kind of have an idea already how to structure it. I just need somebody to do it. Um, and right. so that my next thing, yeah, my next thing was going to be posting it either in Upwork or uh, Fiverr. So I just right. need to create, create a what project. I, what I noticed, there. the one thing that I want to tell you is that I have noticed, mm-hmm. I bet that there's great people in Fiverr as well. Overall, over yeah. the years, we have noticed that Upwork has better consultants. Okay, and, uh, thank you. Okay, that's good so, to know because yeah. I would have probably started yeah. with the wrong place. <laughs> okay. Right, right. And it's, yeah. And I have to tell you, I found all my, my assistants I found in Upwork. I, I've gotten to work with amazing people through, through Upwork. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to give Great. you that. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. I wish I'd say, no, call this person. He's going to do it. He's amazing. But he's not doing it. So like, yeah, okay. that's okay. No worries. <laughs> no worries at all. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So tell me, how has your energy been? Just as always, we start with whatever is working right in terms of like, yes. have you noticed anything flowing a little bit easier in your day, in, in your days lately? So my gosh, can I just tell you that I have a new life? Wow. <laughs> I know. How often, I mean, you know, how often do people say that? I, since the last session, I've been able to operate in a much easier ease, less OCD, less drama, less reactivity, less control, less everything. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And um, as a result of being able to let go of that defense way of operating, I was able to give notice to the network that I'm affiliated with, my professional network. So I actually quit being on the leadership team. <laughs> Yay! Because that was, that was a, yep. kind of a nightmare, wasn't it? That, that was been my Achilles, my, what's it called? Achilles heel? Achilles um, tendon, yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that, that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we both know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The thorn in my back. So um, I've been involved with this association since 2011, and I became very involved with it when Pete and I were struggling. So it was kind of like a way of being distracted and involved and valued at a different level. So it served mm-hmm. its purpose, and um, it has, on one hand, on the other hand, it has served to completely distract me from what's important now. And it's holding me back a little bit in terms of time and energy and focus and everything from my next level of projects. So up until now, I've been able to kind of balance both, even though it has been holding me back from expanding my practice. Uh, but I can't let it do that anymore. So yeah. I'm just not attached to the outcome of what happens there. I feel that the work that I've done with them in the past year and a half or two has put them in a really good place. All my fears about them crashing and burning and the association collapsing after the restructuring mandate from national. I mean, I feel that they're strong now. That they, the, the structure that we put in place and systems that we put in place and everything that I've done 
to help them restructure and stabilize. It's all working perfect. All the different programs that I was running, I have been able to delegate them all um, and pass them all properly and create systems that things are sustainable without me. And so I feel like wow. it's a good place for me to go. Why do I need to stay here? You know, what else do I need to keep doing? <laughs> so, I mean, of course, I have more yeah. ideas, and that, but I'm like, but I don't need to keep doing that. You know, I'm done. Um, yeah. And plus with people, you know, and what was bothering me that time was that people were being resistant to the new, to some of the structural stuff. And, and then I'm like, I don't need to create a new vision and push for a new vision. I mean, the main goal why I stuck around as I had decided to leave was to help them survive. Now they're solid. And mm. if they create a different form or a different way of being, that's on them. I don't need to stick around for that. And yeah. that feels amazing. So I've been, in the past two weeks, I have have been delegating processes and projects left and right and just setting up all kinds of things. And I've been clearing the decks and I'm almost done letting it go. Yeah, yep. that's big Correct. because this this has been like eight years of something that well that you can feel proud of, and now your role is fulfilled and you can move on. That's right, that's right. And can I tell you, Laura, that sometimes I work actually five days on this network, five days a week. I mean, it's outrageous wow. the time effort that I put into it. I mean, I mean, aside from seeing clients and just juggling running the practice, I put more work into that thing that I put into my own business. So no. this wow. is going to be massive. This is going to be massive yeah. for me. Yeah. So there's a little bit of bittersweet because, I mean, that's, that's, um, that's like my second family. You know, I, I'm in touch with those people every single day and doing stuff, you know. So, like, that's going to be big not having that. Yeah. Um, but whatever. At the same time, so good. So I'm, like, super excited. Yay. That's fabulous. Yes. Yeah, because that's, yes. that's what happens when we need to move on. And, you know, the one thing is, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You know, those people may still be in your life. You may not be, you know, in the same For sure. type of relationship. For sure. A lot of them are but... my friends and stuff. That's right. But I don't need to delay myself to have them as friends. Yeah. So, yes. I don't need to prove my worth to have friends. <laughs> exactly. What? That's a good one, huh? I know, right? Yeah. So, my gosh. So, left and right with this, Laura, the way I do my house the way I do my chores, the way I be doing stuff with my daughter, the way I be doing stuff with the practice and with clients, the way I do my own personal body, like everything, everything is different. Wow. Yeah. So, congratulations. Nice. So, huge, huge, huge work. Good is a huge I'm development. A, I'm so glad. Yeah, massive. I mean, this started it like, um, like not – well, obviously that session, but the session before that and the session before that with you, even though they have been spread out, um, they yeah. were major. Um, yeah. I guess since I came back, right? So they, they have been major. And I, I was feeling the, the momentum picking up. And just everything came to a head two weeks ago. And the last session was just amazing. And uh, I was really ready for it. And that's why I scheduled this session so close to it because I could feel it's like a, a tiny little hook left. And, that, and then that's it. I'm going. Like I'm taking off. Um, Yay. So super excited. Yes. <laughs> so what do you, let's, let's look at that with a lot of kindness and compassion. Let's look at that part that is still maybe a little sticky, that it's not yes. going to totally let go. Just a little bit of fear there, right? Of maybe yeah. the old way or what, you know. Yeah, like I, I have no go. idea what it is. Just, so FYI, okay. I have no idea what it is, but I feel it. Right, so I feel okay. like a tiny little hook still in there, 
like you know when you get stitches when you have surgery or something and or or staples or something and it's like one that's just stubborn and, and won't come off after everything's healed yeah and it's just one that's yeah. just stuck in the skin like that kind of concept you know like it's still one in there you know like it's, mm, it's still a little hung up <laughs> so yeah. that's that's uh that's the one that i have to let go yes so so let's just let's do these let's just take a deep breath yes close your eyes and I want mm-hmm. you to really feel, feel your feet on the ground. Yes. Imagine for a moment that your feet are touching these most luxurious, wonderful red rugs. This is just bringing like really maybe silk and cashmere, something so yummy that your feet are like, mm, yeah. this is yeah. so nice. So feel your feet, feel your legs. Just come into this moment. Notice anything at all. Just a couple deep breaths to just land here and be in this present moment in your body. For this very moment, nothing else to do. Just to pay attention and witness. That's all that you need to do. Because we're going to ask your body to tell us what what is this sticky point? Where is any sensation, emotion, of fear, concern? Take a moment. First, the word fun came up, and I'm trying to mm-hmm. figure out what that means to answer your question more directly. And then the other one was seriousness. Mm. So burden. It's like responsibility. It's burden. Trust. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So still there. <laughs> yeah, of course. And if this part were to be a part of you and you would allow that part of you to just be somewhat visible, and it could be just to be an object, it could be a younger version of you, anything at all. Mm-hmm. What comes up? It could be a memory, anything at all. Say that again. If this thing if was this, part, if this or, part, right? If this yeah, thing was something, this, if this thing was something, what would it be? Well, exactly. Sorry. I guess a younger version of myself. Yeah. Like, how old would you say? Actually, my my actually my brain is coming up. That's another thing. And then also okay. my, my my the essence of myself. So it's almost like there's there's a lot of different pieces here. 
Notice if there's a slight conflict, am I? If you just, just pay attention, is it possible that there's a part of you that is so ready to take off and operate in a flowing, fun, and really opening up to being supported and moving forward in a beautiful way, and there's a part of you that may be feeling, well, you know, things have to be done with responsibility and seriousness, you know, there's certain things that you cannot just just have fun. That would not work. <laughs> the protective part of myself, those stuff, those things. The protective the part is saying, yeah, yeah. It's saying you have, it's, to take, you have to watch out, you have to be careful, and you got to take care of yourself. You got to do it right. You got to be mm -hmm. serious. You can mess around. Yeah. Because what could happen? That's I wouldn't feel it. good. Oh. I would, I would feel anxious. I would feel overwhelmed. I would feel flooded. I would feel abandoned, sad, nervous. Uh, incompetent, lost, not fitting in, not wanted, not taken care of. If you don't do it right and do it with with seriousness. If I let it go, if I let go and mm. I trust that it's going to be okay, all those things come up that it's not going to be okay. Okay. That, that makes a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's just stop together. The credits are going with me. Even though there's a part of me that is so used to ringing the alarm. Even though there's a part of me that's so used to ringing the alarm. That is really worried. That is really worried. It's that everything will fall apart. That, that's right. <laughs> that everything will fall apart. Ah, if I just choose to flow and have fun. If I just choose to flow and have fun and let go. It would be a disaster. A disaster could happen. A disaster could happen. And I wouldn't be alert to catch it. And I wouldn't be alert to catch it. And everything would just fall apart. Well, not only that, I wouldn't be able to even catch it because it would be so massively messed up that it would be impossible to go back and fix it. Mm. So but I have to stay alert and involved to prevent the bigness. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So tapping to the point, yeah. I cannot let go. I cannot let go. I cannot just slow and enjoy. I cannot just slow down and enjoy. I cannot just trust. I cannot trust. 
because I would lose everything. I would lose everything. That was, that's the story of my life. That's the story of my life. Or at least it was when I was growing up. Or at least it was when I was growing up. So let's connect. Keep on tapping. And I want you to see who is the part that is like, that felt like things were so messy and chaotic and that if she didn't stay alert, she wasn't going to make it. And it's totally okay. It may have been a very young part that may not be conscious. Just pay attention and we'll, we'll see what comes up. That's the part that my cousins used to call Gavishera. Ah. <laughs> I mean, the other people saw it. It wasn't just me. I mean, I was just like, a, you know, I would take care of business. I was in charge. I was aggressive. I made things happen. And my cousin used to call me Capichera. Yeah. Now, I, I, so it's interesting because that Capichera that is in you is the one that continues to run the show. That's right. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's very yeah. alive and well. Yeah. Yeah, because she got you where you are. It's like, come on, right? It's like, well, right. you call me whatever you want, but hey, you know what? <laughs> That's correct. It, and I still, it, God darn it, I still have that attitude. Like, even, like, I, I show up so strongly, and I, I mean, I'm not proud of this part, but I bulldoze people. I just get my way, and I push, and just, you know, like, I'm, people cower, you know, and, and I don't do it on purpose. I just, not, my way is better. I will make it happen, and I do. You know, and they trust me yeah. too. They put up with me because but I know that I make it happen. And so, but that's not how I want to be, you know. Yeah. And, and it, has, it has fulfilled a, a really important purpose. But what I would like to know, if you were watching a movie, I want you, Emma, mm-hmm. to rewind the tape from that being called Garrigera to when was that Garrigera born? And just allow that... You know, rewind the, the play, the, the, you know, the movie. When was she born that she said, you know, I better just become like a I think I want to say that I was a toddler. A toddler, like ah. two or three, maybe four. Okay. What was going on when you were, so you, you were a toddler, what happened? My sister was born. Right, that's it. How old were you? <laughs> I was two. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And it was all of a sudden, you're just the older sister, you're no longer a baby, and you're displaced, and you better just fend for yourself kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. And you know what's coming up? That even at that young age, I have to take care of my sister. Yes. Because mom wasn't too busy. I mean, I have memories of being in kindergarten or so, or like maybe first grade, and she was in whatever, pre-K or whatever, and the teachers having a conference with my parents to tell them that I needed to back off because my sister couldn't breathe. So I was constantly protecting her. I wouldn't let her talk to other kids or play. I had to always take care of her. Wow. 
and that was around the same age or actually earlier than that was a whole eraser comp, uh, story. I think I was in a different school. I was a little younger. The whole like, nobody move. I can't find my eraser. So, yeah. so it was already happening. Yeah. And why do, you, why do you guess what's going on that you felt that you were so protective of your singer, sister? There was something that was going on that your nervous system was saying, you know, I need to protect my sister because these people are kind of incompetent. Well, that's right. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I don't know that anything yeah. specifically was going on. I mean, my parents were very, very loving and very caring. They didn't do anything inappropriate or wrong or anything like that. But they were just so neglectful, you know? Right. Like, they weren't abusive yeah. or anything like that. You know, it's just neglectful and <coughs> clueless. Yeah. And actually, I mean, yeah. now that I, that I said those words out loud, you know, my dad did have an aggressive streak. And mm-hmm. like, so um, it's, this is very interesting. I mean, when my sister was older, and I don't know what role I was playing at that point, I guess I could think about it, but she was so defiant and such a brat that she used to get beat left and right by my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't at this age. That was much later when she was like in elementary school. Yeah. She was really stubborn. Um, really defiant and stubborn but um and i wasn't you know that that didn't really happen to me so um yeah but i have to tell you that so i know see, witness of violence is a, is, a, yeah. is a victim of violence i know i know and then the other thing is that um I mean, my you're copying right emma you're copying with me yes yes yeah the other piece I think I shared in the past that, you know, my dad was extremely vulnerable with his feelings, like like really all in or really like shut down and disappointed and depressed and just whatever. And so my mom had to walk around eggshells to please him and take care of him and, and take care of the family. And she did a very poor job of balancing all the responsibilities. So my dad was constantly up yeah. in arms because things were not done right and stuff. So what you're describing sounds very chaotic for a little kid. Yep. So, so talk with me to courage your point. Even though my, I know that my parents did their best. I know that my parents did their best. And they truly loved us. And they truly loved us. The truth is, I grew up in a chaotic environment. The truth is that I grew up in a chaotic environment where I could never let go. Where I could never let go. Deep breath. I am grateful to this programming. I am grateful to this programming. And that Gabrielle that got me here. And that Gabrielle that got me here. Tapping through the point. At a very young age, I learned. At a very young age, I learned. That I couldn't trust. That I couldn't trust. Letting go could mean dying. 
letting go could mean dying. I had to be alert. To be alert. Hypervigilant. We had vigilance. I couldn't let go. Oh my God. And my nervous system has been wired for it. My nervous system has been wired for it. I want you to just see that little tiny girl. I want you to go even back, but around the time where you were probably a baby, not just two, a baby, because mom gets pregnant and you're like, you know, a month, sorry, a year and a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's already, you know, that's already a change, even if you have no clue what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Right? So mom is, is pregnant and has a, you know, dad is just all over the place. You're a tiny little thing just crawling and starting to walk. And, and they're like, they cannot handle it. They, they don't have the, the bandwidth to just really take care of you. We, there's plenty of stories and memories connected with that. So, I want you as the adult to come into that picture with that tiny little little girl and a tiny Emma. I want you to sit on the floor next to her. And as you're tapping on your points, well, let's just connect with her first because... We don't want to just start tapping on her right away. You realize what's going on for her. Did you ask me something? Well, I'm curious if you notice that the sense that she may have at that young, tender age. Can can you remember? Your daughter being, you know, a year old, a little bit over a year old, is just still a tiny baby. Remember that? Yep. So I want you to see that that tiny little baby Emma is like really concerned. She's still clearly not capable of taking care of herself. And things are coming apart around her. It's like things are falling apart. Her dad is all over the place. Mom is busy and taking care of dad and trying to take care of her as she's also, her body's changing. Can you imagine how that tiny little baby feels? She's scared. Yes. Yeah. She's very scared. So, yeah, let's stop to, yeah. Tapping to the point, Emma, I want you to imagine that you're tapping on her little body. Does that feel all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But tapping to the point, we're going to talk to her. Even though you're so scared. Even though you're so scared. 
I want to let you know that you, I am here with you. I want you to let you know that I'm here with you. You're a precious, precious girl. You're a precious, precious girl. And I love you with all my heart. And I love you with all my heart. You are no longer alone. You're no longer alone. I am here with you. I am here with you. You're a beautiful child. You're a beautiful child. And you're so scared. You're so scared. Something bad could happen. Something bad could happen. Is she scared of something in particular? We get a sense of what it is. What could it be? I think she's she's afraid of being forgotten, not taken care of, dropped, mm. hurt. Like at the same time, my grandmother, my dad's mom, and and my and my grandfather lived in the property. They used to have a house in front of our house, and she, and I think I spent a lot of time with her when my parents were busy. And my grandmother was really rough. She was like really old school Italian and rough around the edges in her speech and her mannerisms and her just everything and the way she held. She was not nurturing and and just rocking me. And she had this huge bosom and just rocking me in her lap. I feel like every time she rocked and she moved out, she was going to drop me. And it's just, just scary to like not be held properly. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, 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 literally, yeah. And also these, these like, the, the energy of, instead of a tender energy, it's like really like rough and, and scary. That's scary, right. right? Just, That's right. That's like, right. And she was all non-nonsense. And so was my father. My father, like, I remember, I mean, this, this is a little bit out of context, but a little older, maybe nine or ten, I had dropped the bottle and and I stepped back. I was there foot and stepping back out of the, these really by glass. I stepped on glass and I cut my big my big toe pretty badly. And my dad took care of the moment by by being very matter of fact, which was very I mean, I found very helpful and reassuring in the moment, but at the same time there was hardly any compassion and, and nurturing. It was more like, Okay, we're gonna have to go get stitches, let's go, we're going to the hospital. It was it, it wasn't anything like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? Oh body that okay, let's go, you know? Nothing. Yeah. So that I grew up with very, that toughness from my grandmother and my grand and my father. My father was the primary caretaker because my mom was like in La La Land. Right. So they didn't have the nurturing from me either. Right. There was no tenderness. So do you see how it's like this tiny girl became a Gabriela because the the only way that she could just That's move right. forward, that she could, she had to like get tough, get tough and move yeah. on. There was yeah. no space or no kindness or compassion. So it is true. You have come such a humongous way to to be self-loving, taking care of yourself, and be more relaxed. And, you know, so it's yeah. like there's this part of you that is still really scared. Yeah. 
you know, something else is coming up. But the way that my parents operated was a lot, a lot, a lot of shame. Everything was critical oh. and put down and not never good enough. Nothing ever worked. Everything was like throwing people under the bus and gossipy and just demanding. Nothing was ever good enough. And I don't okay. even know what there was to use. So that that sense of that. Yeah. So, so there's there's a sense that also is like you're on your own. Things are you know life is tough, and you better do it right because otherwise you're. Just <laughs> of, that's right. On top of it, on top of it, you know, like I'm not taking care of you. You take care of us, and if you don't do it right, we're gonna you know we're gonna you're gonna hear it. On top of that, and yeah, right. we're gonna, we're gonna let you know that you you just are worthless. Yep, like cleaning the house and cooking at a very young age, taking care of my siblings at a very young age, just helping them with whatever they had to do, and just that criticism always there. Yeah. First is in front of knowing how to take care of myself better with hygiene or personal care or just, you know, my room or whatever. Yeah, and that and what what that leaves is that that part of you that is a tiny little girl. It what is like she learned to operate from fear. It's fear yep. of not doing it right. Fear of somehow being mistreated or neglected. So it's like no matter what, she's gonna get it. You see that that, that it doesn't matter what happens. Just keep on tapping to the point with me. No matter what happens, she's, if she she needs to be serious, she needs to be responsible, she needs to do it the best way she can, she needs to make a huge effort and sacrifice herself because otherwise she's going to hear about it and it's not going to be right. pretty. She's going to be blamed. And not only, be... not on, that's right, shame and everything, but not only that, potentially then they would shut down and they would be disappointed and they would be overwhelmed and then they would then that's the codependent caretaker came out because I had to do all those things that they yeah. would be okay on top of it right. it's like layer after layer after layer yeah yeah the worst is when they become disappointed because being disappointed means that all, all of a sudden you you're not even you're dismissed yep and dismiss, dismissal for a child is feeling ignored, and a child would much prefer to get a, you know, a critical word, a slap, whatever it is, than to be ignored. Because when you're ignored, it's like you don't exist. You don't even, this is what the message says. You don't even deserve me being upset with you. It's like the, oh, the I mean, and, even, and even worse, my dad used to say things like, Whatever, like all the stupid things wow. that are like constantly abandoning us emotionally. Like, wow. that's just engraved in my head. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it was the establish the pueda and the one that was gonna save himself was him. The rest, you know, to hell with it. The rest. Yep, exactly. 
like you said, power, powerless, like he couldn't make things happen, and therefore he's like, okay, whatever, so you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder I cannot let go. No wonder I cannot let go. No wonder I cannot just relax, trust, and have fun. No wonder I can just not relax, trust, and have fun. Because that would mean being abandoned. Because that would mean being abandoned. Yeah, take a deep breath and keep on tapping, please. Yeah, I wanted to see that tiny little girl. Yeah, good, Emma, just let it out. I want you to see that tiny little toddler. And I want the two of you to be together, and I want want you to see that there's a beautiful light surrounding the two of you. This beautiful light. Loving you, supporting you. Completely understanding. This very, very loving energy. So much fear. Fear of being mistreated, fear of being abandoned, fear of being punished, blamed, shamed, humiliated, fear of doing it wrong, fear of being dismissed and discarded. All of a sudden, you're just worthless. I'm breathing. Deep breath, and when you're ready, repeat after me. The truth is... The truth is... I did not learn to relax. I did not learn how to relax. I couldn't just trust. I couldn't just trust. It was not an option. It was not an option. I was surrounded by, by adults I was surrounded by adults that were not trustworthy. That were not trustworthy. I had to fend for myself. I had to fend for myself. And from a very, very young age. From a very, very young age. I became a Gerishera. I became a Gerishera. I had to survive. I had to survive. And that's the way that I continue to function even today. That's the way that I continue to function even today. That part of me that learned 
the part of me that learns. But the only way to make it. The only way to make it. Was to be very serious. Was to be very serious. Responsible. Responsible. In charge. In charge. That was the only way. That was the only way. I could not let go. I could not let go. To my tiny nervous system. My tiny nervous system. Overwhelmed by fear. Overwhelmed by fear. Letting go was death. Letting go was death. I could not trust in those adults. Not trusting those adults. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Take a deep breath. Now this how is that little tiny girl doing? What's going tell me? She's doing great. She just jumped in my arms and she still smiles and being playful, twirling my hair. Mm. Yeah. And she feels like she let go and she's like just be the little girl now. So this is the the key, the sticky thing here is her. And I wanted you to, this is what is really going to do it. And we're going to talk about how to do it, is to create, I want you, we're going to create it together. And that's the image we're going to, we're going to do, we re-imprint a different energy in her. Yes. First of all, would you be willing to one minute a day connect with her for at least two or three weeks? Because, see, she needs, at, the, at this time, this is beautiful that she's trusting you and she's relaxed and playful and smiling. She's feeling loved and protected. But is the key lies, lies on every single day. Even if it's, you know, it can be 30 seconds. Just close your eyes before going to bed or as you're waking up and just seeing her and giving her a huge hug and holding her. Surrounding her by light and love. Because her nervous system has been so wired and programmed to be hyper alert, hyper vigilant, serious. Life is serious. If you let go, you die. This is no nonsense. You cannot just have fun and really allow things, you know, you cannot, interestingly enough, you have such a struggle with your husband because as much as he does support you, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a struggle. And once this energy shifts in you, you're going to notice that it starts shifting with him too. Absolutely. I'm already noticing that. And also, and also part, of, part of maintaining the dynamic is that, of course, he has all his own stuff. And whenever I try to let go or whenever I'm not perfect or whenever, whatever, I get that feedback of 
you know, what do I get? You're not showing up, you're not good enough, or you're not providing, or you're not, you know, I don't know, I get messages of still shaming and all that kind of stuff. So for many years, I had to keep up with, first of all, I never noticed it because I was, for the, for the first decade or so, I didn't realize it because I was so entrenched in that dynamic that I was just clueless, right? So I was just way over-functioning, yeah. way directed, way in charge, blah, 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 blah. And he was totally not, not existent. Then he started showing up, and as he started showing up, or maybe I started letting go, whatever, whatever came first, the chicken or the egg, I don't know. Um, in that dynamic, then he started reinforcing and giving me the messages that it's not okay for me to let go. So he, we kind of maintain that dynamic for a while. Um, and then more recently, um, I still get some of that, but not as, that, not as much. Um, where when I get it, it doesn't have as much of an impact. I don't feel as criticized. I don't feel triggered. Like I just kind of notice and I'm able to let it go. But that's very recent. Um, messages of like why thin are not ready or or I'm hungry there's nothing to eat or or just whatever either domestic or with my business you know not making enough money like this always that right perceived criticism of not being good enough even the way I operate you know if I'm flaky if I'm you know late for anything like you know like any of those characteristics that are, that are me kind of not being full on they get criticized yeah. hmm. and and so on one hand and on the other hand whenever there is any semblance of me being in charge or taking charge or being intense or whatever he shuts down and disappears or he has a reaction but so so for a little while it's been like okay i can't win either way <laughs> right, um, I haven't been able to right. find middle, middle ground like whatever we watch shows or anything and anybody has a similar personality to mine where they're intense or just this strong women he's like oh i hate her you know, so he has all these reactions mm. to that. So they're like, you're oh. caught between like a rock and a hard place. And it's like, which way do you go? No matter what, it's not going to be good. Right? That's and right. Like... He does respond better to when I'm softer and I don't take charge. Much, 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 much yeah. better. So I'm learning how to do that. But I still get, yeah. and, and this could be me projecting out of business necessarily doing it. I think, I think, I think there's probably both that that shaming for not being perfect or doing more or contributing more. Right. And yet, it's it's really interesting that what your little girl is most craving, like not just wanting but craving, is that feeling loved and protected feeling accepted yep. for who she is. That's what, yep. she, that's what she really, really needs. Yep. And you, you have come a huge way to giving it to her. And the moment that she starts relaxing a little bit more and you get softer, he's going to also be like, okay. Okay. Yep. I know, you, you know. For sure. I mean, that he's there's gonna already start a lot seeing. of that. Yeah. yeah. Because he's stepping in into he's stepping in into his strength, you know. Wow! So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. I don't know. Have, let me like tell you something, Laura. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Tell me, please. I was gonna say that I don't know how he's doing it because I mean, if he's not a therapist and he doesn't get any help. 
you know, so I don't know how he's mm. doing his work. He's still doing it, you know, so it's really, really impressive. Well, yeah. th this is what happens, Emma. The truth is you, when you do your work, you change, and then he is the closest person to you other than, you know, your daughter, and he actually is just, there has no other choice but to change, and when men need to feel needed. Value. And, yeah. Thank you for that. That's very, very validating. I, I knew that when I wear my therapist hat, I know that. But when I'm in this moment of vulnerability, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the moment that you are really being, you know, vulnerable, then it's like, then he can be there for you. Yeah. But if you get defensive or if you get, you know, push him away, then he's like, okay, so right. you, here you are. You know, the Garishera comes up comes out and I, you know you don't need anybody and you're going to push him away and he he's probably going to retreat and be really upset but if you're yeah. like you know I'm really scared the truth is I'm really scared right now yeah then he's right there I wanted mm -hmm. to be there for that little girl and I'm going to share something that has happened many years. It hasn't, it hasn't come up recently, but many years ago I was doing a lot of this work that you're doing. And, and I remember with my husband that when I would get triggered into that very, very young uh, fear, um, yeah. I would just raise – a lot of things happened when I was four because when I was four – my sister was born when I was two, but then my brother was born when I was four. So I was like, at four, I was like ancient, you know, like, <laughs> like yes. you're, you're all used. You better take care of everybody. Mm -hmm. for, if you have a need, yeah. forget it, you know. Okay. So, but, but at four, what happened was that I, I just, I would freak out. And so when I would get triggered, I, I taught my husband, I told him about things that happened, and I would raise my hand, just showing him a four with my fingers. Mm. And he knew, because I couldn't talk. There were, there were moments that I would just mm. get into this internal place where I just couldn't talk. And he would hug me, and I told him, I said, don't kiss me on the lips, because you don't kiss a four-year-old on the lips. Mm. I, know, I know this culture is differently, but I grew up in Argentina where... You know, you don't kiss kids on the lips. <laughs> so right. it was really, it was really sweet and very important to have that conversation. And I cannot tell you how powerful that was for our connection. Lovely. Okay, good. That's nice. Because what that what that allowed to happen, and I'm gonna, I want to give you this as a gift. It what allowed that to happen is to be able to communicate and allow that part of me to heal without having to say anything. Because that little girl needed to be mm -hmm. held the same way that tiny mm -hmm. Emma needs to just be held. Excellent. Yeah. I cannot That's even good. tell you how powerful it is. For, you know, if you, were, if you were, would you, could you ask him to just hold you? Um. I, I have to figure out how to deliver that request in a way that he doesn't feel weird because he's very emotionally <laughs> not available sometimes. So I'm afraid okay. that I might not get a good reception. But I'll figure, I'll figure out how to ask it without being too therapeutic about it and freaking him out. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you don't know? have to be therapeutic. Yeah. Some, you know, you could, you could say, you know, I'm going through a yeah. lot and, and it would be great if you could just 
just hold me for a minute because I could just, I just, so I don't have to, you know, just not about even feeling, just so I could just be, you know? So, but yeah, you, you I do that when I'm triggered in the moment, when I'm triggered or in general? Well, it's, it's beautiful if you can do it when you're triggered, but you may have to build up to it because I have to tell you when you're yeah. triggered is, is the most difficult yeah. moment to do it because it's when your right. nervous system is going to go into fight or flight or freeze, you know? Right. And that's why yeah. after a, a few months I came up with the four. If I, if I knew that if, you know, because, you know, things happen in relationship and, you know, your partner yeah. would say something, your husband would say something that triggers you, they don't even know. And you're either going to fight right. or you're going to shut down or you're going to... So if I lifted my four fingers, he would say, what's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Tell me. And I, I just sometimes couldn't talk. You know what I mean? It's like I, I was just like put my four little fingers up and he, know, he knew. <laughs> but it was, it was mm-hmm. actually a, a couple of months of training. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Because, I mean, as I'm imagining us in those moments, like I, have, I mean, I feel a resistance coming up for me even asking. So I, mm-hmm. I have to definitely play with this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that's great. That's but definitely in- something to strive for. And in the meantime, what I would highly recommend, Emma, until we meet again, just connect mm-hmm. with the little girl every day for a minute, just a minute. It doesn't have to be long. And let her know that you love her, that she's safe, and that you really yeah. are there with her. She's no longer alone. Yeah. Good. She can Perfect. just play. You can just play with her a little bit because I think that she didn't really learn to play and be and feel safe playing. No, nope. she doesn't know how to play. She still doesn't. So no wonder now that you want to do something that is fun and that you want to let yeah. go, it, it feels like oh, everything is going to fall apart and I'm going to just lose everything. Yep. Right? Wonderful. Yep. Great work. Oh. oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. It's perfect. You're very welcome. <sighs> it's really a pleasure. It's really a pleasure. And you're a huge hug, Emma. Thank Have you. Thank you. Weekend. I hope you're feeling better. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I am. I am. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome, my love. Okay, bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.